saying, okay, I'm going to be an improvisationalist and go out every single day. That's not my approach on life. But I know that those tools, those are the tools I use. Being present, being aware, being accepting of what is, and then kind of working around that. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Well, here we go again. It's the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is where you get news and information to help you rise above the unwashed masses to basically create your own life, live on your own terms. Uh, that's kind of where we're going for that. So uh, this is your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne, as usual. Hey, how you doing? And today I have a very special guest because uh, I rarely get her up here. Now, let alone into the lair here, the new studio. and uh, But it's my daughter, Rachel Dufresne, uh, slash Asperaquetta, <laughs> which is actually now, really, it's Rachel Asperaquetta now, right? Yeah, close enough. Good. And the reason why I have you on today is because you are... You're the expert uh, speaker today, and this is actually a topic that you are very well qualified to talk about, and you're actually going to be doing a symposium. You're going to be doing a, I mean, what do you call it? A workshop. A workshop. You're going to be doing a workshop for an entire group of teachers down at the convention center uh, this week, right? Yeah, this coming Friday. Right. And it's going to be, Mike, there you go. And it's interestingly enough, she's the one that's used to be on stage. It's going to be about improvisation and how you use that in life. And I thought that would be an amazing show to yeah. do because it's so powerful. And I've come across just in my own studies in regards to using the tools of improvisation to really shift your perspective and shift your awareness and your focus into looking for solutions or, or looking to involve your environment into your own life to make it better right is what it comes down to so if you want to uh can you just give a give me a background or give us a background of what the symposium is going to be about and why you think improv is you know such an important component in regards to teaching and in life right So I'll start with my favorite quote, um, and it's that all humans are performers and life is improvisational. And it's true. Um, It's not only in the classroom where improv is something that is really beneficial, but just in life in general, because improvisation is basically going with the flow, um, saying yes to things that come at you and taking them for what they are and going with it and creating things out of it. And the reason that I'm teaching this workshop is to uh, share my experiences with other teachers uh, in the classroom and kind of how you incorporate improvisation and movement into different situations to uh, get the most out of it. Because really what you're looking to do in regards to the, the, the overall underlying reason why you feel is improv would be good to use in class what would what are the benefits? And I know we actually went over this last night, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show. The benefits of you teaching the kids the art of improvisation will give them the ability for you know for them to handle what type of situations. Right. So it helps them um, focus. It helps them become engaged with their surroundings. Um, it helps them create um, connections with others and relationships uh, built on trust. And if you don't have trust and you don't have um, a community or a team, a lot of times you're not able to, you know, be your true self, be who you want to be. And um, that vulnerability that you gain from doing these 
improv and these specific activities are what allows you to um, take risks. And I think taking risks is the most important part of life and learning. And if you don't take risks, then, you know, what, are, what, what the hell are we doing? Which is, ex- <laughs> which is exactly why the, the art of or using improv or having a level of understanding of it is so important to everybody. Yeah. Not just people think that is just for, you know, actors. Oh, you know, actors do improv and it's funny and we like to watch it and it's entertaining, but it's like, it's so much deeper than that. And I think that, that that's what I want to share with other teachers is you don't have to have a theater background to do improv. You know, we do improv every day and you don't, we don't even realize we're doing it. Mm-hmm. We're, um, we're just accepting what comes to us and we're going with it and we're creating things out of it. And we're, you know, performing based off of situations that are not, you know, planned, mm-hmm. but using these, um, activities and using improv and movement in the classroom and in life, you learn a lot, not only about yourself, but how to develop relationships with other people and how to kind of get the most out of every situation. Which is really the key. And it's yeah. it's great because when we were going over the benefits and we were talking last night, because um, I had the opportunity to see her presentation, her workshop last night. I wanted to kind of help her out with the dry run. And so I was able to watch it. What I liked about it was what you all, everything you just said in regards to it being such a great tool. It's a, I think overall, isn't it just a tool of awareness? It's a tool of awareness and understanding that that stuff happens around you all the time. And improv is all about saying yes and yeah, you it's have yet, which is which is really the acceptance of yeah. what is, and then and yeah, it's kind of, it's it's being accepting of of your situation and going with it. Like the example I'd given you last night, if I say, you know, I'm going to walk into the grocery store and I'm going to buy a gallon of milk and I stop there and I look at you and if you say, well, you know, we don't even live by a grocery store. You're completely shutting down what I'm giving to you. And it's not just that, you know, specific situation, but it's just in life if something comes up Instead of, you know, fighting it, which a lot of people do, you know, subconsciously, they just, they just. Well, it doesn't conform to what, where they think their life should go or what their reality should be. Right. And so they, they, a lot of times they fight the the reality of the now and they, they, they fight what's happening around them instead of kind of moving and grooving with it and finding, finding the yes and a part right. of anything. Right. Right. So, so let's go, let's <laughs> go through the, and it will also, the one thing I wanted to bring up before I forget what we talked about last night, it's great with conflict resolution. Yes. Great and you, you with brought it. that point up too because I hadn't even originally thought of that until you brought that up and I thought that was a really valid Well, point. yeah, it's because when you were going through this, it's all, it's all about, first of all, being very, very present. In, yes. in, in the now. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, is you're, you are also being very accepting of another person's reality right. at the same exact time. You're meshing two worlds into one. Right. Which is exactly what effective communication is. It's what really effective and um, nurturing and powerful relationships are built on. And good theater. And, and, well, and clearly, <laughs> you, know, you, you, she, you have to always throw the theater stuff in there, right? You theater people, theater, R-E. I was telling you that. I got to represent. <laughs> theater with an R-E. So, so knowing all the benefits of improv, you went through some of the examples last night about exercises that you're teaching the teachers mm-hmm. to teach in class. But is there something in regards to somebody trying to more effectively communicate with their significant other or a parent and a child 
or just a friend to a friend or maybe even a job interview or to your boss. Yeah. Is, are there some guidelines or something that you would think might be something to keep in mind while you're going in there or maybe something that a, that a couple can use? As far as like an activity or just a way of thinking? Uh, let's do a way of thinking and then an activity if you have yeah. one that could be used that way. I would just say stay open, be open. And um, w- when you're going into new situations um, that are oftentimes, you know, scary, which many times end up being the best situations to be in because you learn a lot about yourself and others. But I would just say be open, accept what is and go with it. You need to just go with it. Don't hold back. Don't shut yourself off because that is not going with the flow. And that's kind of against the rules of how to use improv in life. So. Right, and, what, and also what I found in improv in terms of uh, in, in a theater dynamic and also just in general, because I practice that all the time, it's not from, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to be an improvisationalist and go out every single day. That's not my approach on life. But I know that those tools, those are the tools I use. Being present, being aware, being accepting of what is, right. and then kind of working around that. And understanding that everyone has a different perspective than you. So, which is which is the key, yeah, isn't especially it? Especially with job interviews. You know, I always like in life, in the game of life, I always like to put myself in other people's shoes in specific situations so I can try and think how they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And putting myself in other people's shoes and, you know, imagining what they may be thinking at the time allows me to be more accepting and be more open. And they feel it too. What goes hand in hand as well with being improvisational is, you know, body language. Mm-hmm. If you shut yourself off to someone and that's just kind of like a rule of thumb, you know, be open, you know, be present. Um, and then just have, you know, body language that is inviting or, you know, what, one of the, before I go off, off to talk about the body language, which is a really good point, the body language, I have to say for the record, you are the best interviewer uh, uh, that I've, that I've ever known. I don't, have you ever not gotten a job that you've gone in and interviewed for? I don't, I don't I, think so. I don't think so. You, you are, I mean, you should teach a class on interviewing. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. You have some sort of a gift in regards to that. And I think it all has a lot to do with what you just said, creating that energy in terms of the, the creating a bond and a relationship with the interview without being, while still being authentic. And I think that's really the key, Correct. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Authenticity is extremely important. I don't know. A lot of people go into interviews like, you know, I'm, better or these people would be lucky to have me, which you know what? It's true. These people will be lucky to have you, but you need to also create um, a trust with the people that you're interviewing, not like a, and I'm better than you type of persona. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And just um, going into it saying, you know, I got this job. If you go into any interview, like side note, and you say like, I already got this job, you're putting it out there. And you're um, talking to them like they've already hired you. And it just, it takes the nerve level down. It takes the nerve level down. So right then and there, you're creating a different energy. Yeah. When and you, it all you... goes hand in hand with improv. It really does. All of this does. People don't realize it. People do not realize that every single day they are using these techniques, mm-hmm. you know. Which, so. which, which goes back into the body language thing. And I have to say from a research standpoint, Attra- physical attraction in terms of attraction in terms of being open to somebody and being accepting of somebody and this this, this could be physically attractive in regards to uh you know boy girl or it could just be going into an interview and somebody saying i get a good vibe from this person research has shown that it's about 
55% body language. And this is, w- this is within the, f- the first four seconds to 90 seconds is what they said. Right. 55% is body language. 35% is voice cadence and tonality. So how you speak and the, and the, and the tonality of how you speak. Yeah. And so, and so what does that leave? That leaves uh, 55, 9, 10%. 10%. Answers, yeah. Yeah. The answers you give. I the, mean, the answers and then how you approach and your, your overall and your language is, you know, if, if, you know, if shoulders are down and your head is up and you're not, and you're not curled up into a defensive position when you first go in, or if you don't, you know, go to shake their hand and it's like a limp fish or you're looking down, you, you shake their hand and you can't look them in the eye. Those are clear examples of somebody who doesn't have a level of self-confidence in going into this thing. Right. And one more thing, you know, they always ask you at the end if you have any questions for them. You got to ask a question. You got to. And you have to end it on a positive note, you know. So instead of saying, you know, how much am I going to get paid or do I get, you know, holidays, you know, my favorite question to ask is, um, what are you most proud of about your company? Oh, okay. And that kind of leaves it on like a positive note and it allows them to actually think because a lot of times they don't think you're going to ask anything. So they're not really prepared. I don't think most people, I don't think most people ask. Yeah. You kind of, you know, catch them off guard Mm -hmm. and then they have to be the improvisers and it's kind of cool to be like, I got you. you And that, and that that leaves it. And that leaves an impression. It leaves an impression. So I interview is fun. I actually, I like it. I think it's fun. So yeah, you and about two other people in the world, I think, but, but, and this didn't actually, the intention of doing the show wasn't to yeah, do the... Yeah, sorry to sidetrack you. No, 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 no. But, but those are great points because it all kind of wraps into the whole thing. And again, going back to the body language part about it, which is actually the biggest component, you know, physical attraction. I mean, you, you got you got to go in not looking like you just ate at Burger King. Right. You got to go even in... Even if you did. Even if even if you did. <laughs> Bring an extra shirt. Right? It's, it's a matter of going in and, and having a decent presentation. But it's also having that body language of, of just you don't have to come go in with a body language of I know I know my shit and I know everything better than anybody else. You just go in with a level of self-assurity mm-hmm. and being okay in your own bodysuit. Basically. Yeah. Connect. Make a connection. And I think that goes back to the point of this whole podcast is like you want to connect to people in life. You know, you want to make a connection. You want to look them in the eye and tell them with your eyes, you know, I I hear you. Mm -hmm. I accept you. Even people that drive us crazy. Like there's something in them that we can relate to. We're, we're all humans. No matter how much you like or dislike someone, you can always find a connection with someone. Right. And there, um, yeah. And you just have to kind of, you know, make those connections in life and, and go with them and see what comes of it and, you know, communicate and. So let's, yeah. so let's wrap, which is, which is exactly the whole, I mean, because really the last thing about the interview is that you're trying to create a mini relationship with this person showing that you want to be a part of their tribe in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Very short. Yeah. So you, so you got to make it, you got to make it stick. Make you got to make count. it stick. So let's, let's talk about what, you know, what somebody can do. Cause you have, you have a, well, you have your, your, uh, undergrad is in, uh, uh, theater, mm-hmm. mu- musical theater, uh, but your master's is in education and you've taken both of those and meshed them together and you, and you integrate all of that into your teaching style with your kids and to the point where they asked you to put on this big presentation Mm -hmm. to all the other teachers in the entire because it's a it's a private charter school no it's it's confusing yeah it is (laughs) so so, so it's like a charter private but but it's for but it's multiple campuses 
And it's international. And it's international. Yeah. And you are doing a presentation to all of the teachers. Well, the ones that want to. Right. The ones that want to go to the, yes. right, the class. But anyway, yeah. that's so, because they're, they're all gathering there. So Correct. it's so, but that's how universally effective this approach is. Mm-hmm. And it's and to teaching or just to communicating yeah. with somebody. You got to be okay with looking like you know, you're a bit crazy too. That's just the rule of it. You can't go into this saying like, I don't want to make myself look weird or be, I know I'm self-conscious. I don't want people to think I'm weird. Be weird. Like you have one life to live. Be weird. I'm, that's all I have to say. It drives me nuts when people are like, it's like, speak your mind, be yourself, be weird because the weirder you are, you know, the more, the more you're going to get out of life. I mean, that's the whole point of this show, right? Yeah. You know it. All the time. Let's end on you giving somebody something in regards to something they can constructively do. Okay. Well, as far as like parenting and kids for an activity that you can do to build like, you know, that improv and that connection and that trust and that yes and go with it type thing is you Mm -hmm. can do like the mirroring game where you stand uh, facing each other with your hands touching, well, almost touching, and you guys have to mirror each other in every movement that you do. And that just practices connecting to someone. It practices, you know, doing something without preparing for it. And it also gets you, you know, focused and engaged in the other person, whatever they're doing. So that's kind of like a really simple activity that you can do with somebody that you're trying to connect more to or if you're having a hard time getting you know your thoughts or your voice across then you can just like sit down with them they'll probably think you're crazy but it honestly like these are really effective if you're having like a uh, a fight with you know your significant other or if your daughter isn't listening to you or vice well it just hmm. you know anything's in life you just like sit them down and say okay listen Put your hands up to my hands and follow what I do. And it not only connects you, but there's just like this calm aura that just like surrounds you after you, you know, you get into the groove and you connect with that person. So because it's intense focus and right. it's intense focus on somebody else. And it's the, and, and it's, it's that little bubble that you guys have built around yourselves and it's just you mm-hmm. and it's all. And then it's about you complimenting the other person and vice versa, which is really the essence of improvisation anyway. Yeah. It's about, it's about just re complimentation, not a word, but you know, back and forth yeah. in regards to creating something new yes. and something to, and something positive and expansive. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's a great, and that can be used by anybody. I mean, that can be used in a relationship setting. Yeah. Or, you know, or you know, I mean, I, I, w- I wouldn't assume that you're going to be sitting there with a friend and uh, and playing Xbox and just saying, hey, let's do the mirror game. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see that happening. But I, but in regards to like relationship stuff, that like that might that be <laughs> right. Yeah, it's great for relationships. Um, another activity that I can think of just off the bat is yes. And um, sit, you know, across from that person, make sure that your body language is similar and just start, you know, um, today I woke up. When you pause, yes, and, you know, and you keep going, yes, and, yes, and, you know, you keep building on this story until you guys, you know, either bust up laughing, you know, and making that connection based off of uh, comedic relief, or you just come to like a calming agreement without even speaking, just knowing, okay, you guys are on the same page now, you're grounded, you know, those kind of activities are really helpful. It's hard to explain when you're not like in front of people, like, showing them like how to do these activities but Mm -hmm. um 
the book that I'm using for my workshop is called Unscripted Learning. Unscripted Learning. And it's amazing. And it's not just for it's not just for the classroom. It honestly it could be used in any situation. And what and I know it's probably what twenty bucks or something, but it, but it's well worth it if 20, you're interested bucks, in yeah. any of this kind of stuff uh, as a tool. And uh, you can find I think you can find it on Amazon or something. But I'll put a link yeah. uh, in the show notes uh, about that thing. I want to say a couple things to end this thing. The, the first thing is is that you were talking about mirroring body language. That's called social contagion, and actually that's the most effective bonding tool from a subconscious uh, standpoint that we have is social contagion. You want to bond with somebody without, you know, saying anything and and kind of making it to where they subconsciously gain a higher level of trust with you, you start to mirror their body actions. Not being overly dramatic about it if that makes any sense in terms of if you know somebody all automatically you know starts putting their hand on their chin then you just you know put the, your hand on your chin really quick but it's about subtle movements and flow into exactly kind of what they're doing subconsciously in their head that creates a, a connection and it yeah. creates a l- higher level of trust so that's huge when it comes down to that it's the beautiful the beauty the, la- the like the last thing that i want to say before you end the show is like Theater is so beautiful, and I know that people don't always connect to it, but it opens up so many doors just then, you know, standing on a stage and performing. You know, it's it makes connections to people. It makes people vulnerable. It makes you learn things about yourself. It makes people who the audience members learn about themselves. It, it connects you into this relationship, like the spiritual level relationship that you get without having to actually speak sometimes mm-hmm. and it's just beautiful and so using these activities you don't have to be you know a fan or you know of theater or a fan of performing or you know you don't have to be an outgoing person but like incorporating specific activities that we've been talking about mm-hmm. just like goes above and beyond any kind of connection that you can you know get with humans exactly and, and it's <laughs> in the again the book is unscripted learning and also, I've taken an improv class. I've taken a couple, actually, when I was young. You're, you've lived this for however, however many years you've been going through school and all that kind of stuff. You, you've done that. It's super effective. We're both fair to decent in terms of being able to communicate with other people. You would think so, having a, a radio show and doing what I do in terms of on my coaching. And you're a teacher. So those are those are qualities that we have cr- uh, created and cultivated over the years. But they're so important. In regards to connecting to other people, and it's uh, and again, I think, and I what I would suggest is if you if you're not going to get the book, or at least just go on and take a look at improvisation, improvisational techniques for communicating, and or take a class. Yeah, the classes are fun. I mean, you have to, you know, the funny, you might be scared shitless when you first go in that thing, because you you get up and there's it, it there's no script. I mean, you just have to literally, and at the beginning, it's a it's a dumpster fire. At the beginning, because a lot of people shut down yeah. or they just don't know. So it, it and again, improv is also about the more you use it, the better you get. It's like anything. Right. You have to practice it. It might be a little clunky at first, but it's so effective in regards to uh, being able to communicate, being able to create relationships, create levels of trust with anybody in any circumstance. Right. So there it's you go. Awesome. So there's the show. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you know, thank I. You. 
I, 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 we have a short period of time because the kids are coming. Right. And I wanted to make sure I kind of got this in, especially because we talked about all of this last night. And I thought there's such a great subject and it can be so useful to the people who listen to the show. Yeah. Glad to, glad to be on. So thank you. Good. You're welcome. So remember it's uh, javabud.com. The, uh, the show's going to be up there. The video is going to be up there and we're doing split screen video and we'll be able to see both of us. So say hi over there on your, on your side. And uh, you can find all the other shows on there as well, as well as my uh, my giveaway that I have. It's the uh, seven simple phrases for more happiness and joy and love and money and whatever you want in your life. Simple phrases because it's all about the words, right? Yeah. All about the words. So have a good week. We'll see you next week.